All right, check, check, one, two, three. What's up, y'all? This is Michael. This is the Mike Drowse Podcast, and welcome back. So, it's been a few weeks, I know, I apologize, and uh, but we're back, and we're going to get rolling. But before we do, I want to say thank you to everybody who has listened, tuned in, and uh, yeah, a bunch of you guys have reached out and told me how much you love the podcast. So thank you. I love doing it. And uh, yeah, it means a lot, uh, your guys' feedback. So anyways, let's get rolling with this podcast. If you guys listened to the last podcast, you met my buddy Frank J. And uh, I just went to Guatemala actually with him. And I'm going to dive into some of the stories and the journey I've been on and unpack some of the lessons that I've learned throughout these past few weeks because it has been an adventure and I'm stoked to share it with you guys. So let's just start from the beginning. All right, so about a couple weeks ago, uh, <laughs> I go to pick up my buddy Frank J, help him move into his new place, and uh, he said, yo, Guatemala, you, me, a few of our friends, let's go. We're going in three days. We have a mystery quest to go on. Now, this mystery quest was originated because we had a friend who needed to do a visa run, and it just so happened that everyone felt Guatemala was the place you know, it's a powerful energy. If we're going to do a visa run, we might as well go to this. Yeah, it's like a magical portal. It's Guatemala, Lake Atitlan. Don't know if I pronounced it right. Kind of hard to say, but <laughs> we went to the lake and um, yeah, we had three days uh, to prepare. And two days before, I realized that I lost my passport. Yeah, I, ha- I felt this inspiration, this excitement, like like there's something here for me in Guatemala. You know, and I had to feel that enough to, you know, just be like, yeah, three days, we're going out of the country. Like, but I, I felt this, this like, yeah, like you need to go. So anyways, I lost my passport. I'm like, damn, uh, that's quite inconvenient. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I looked everywhere for it in my house, in my car. Um, it's gone. Um, but I happened to find a passport agency eight hours away that they said no guarantees, but you know we'll do our best to get a passport. Um, and I won't go through all the details; it's not super important. But I will say that everything that like felt could go wrong pretty much went wrong. Every time I, I I came up to an obstacle, I kept asking like like this is happening so much. There's so many obstacles, and I kept asking myself, "Am I not supposed to go?" But every time you know, I pushed through and the obstacle dissolved. I realized I had more energy, more inspiration, more excitement. And I took that as, uh, as a sign that no, you know, it's almost like these obstacles are saying, how bad do you want to go? You know, how bad do you want this? Now, if I was feeling drained and exhausted after all these obstacles, I probably would have taken that as a sign that I'm, I should listen to the resistance. But every time an obstacle dissolved and I felt more excited and more inspired, I took that as a sign of that I'm flowing energy. If you feel more expanded and more full of life, you know, you're, I see that as a, as a sign that you're on the right track. Because again, if you listen to some of the past podcasts, I've talked about how inspiration and excitement, those feelings are the, our physical body's translation of a communication from our higher mind saying, act on this do this because that energy uh that feeling of excitement is what i believe our natural state it's what our our most expansive highest state feels like and so the more we act on those things that have those feelings 
the more we're led into the things that are meant for us, guiding us exactly where we need to go. And along that process, we start becoming that energy. We start dissolving the obstacles that come into our way. Because what are those obstacles? They're really just, uh, an obstacle is really just something that we haven't looked at. And let me backtrack. We never really experience an obstacle or a circumstance. We experience situations that bring up beliefs about something and we perceive those as obstacles because what's happening is neutral. It contains no built-in meaning, but when something comes up, it brings up beliefs, limiting limiting uh, beliefs that if we dissolve them and work through them, boom, we expand to more of who we are, realizing that everything is possible, we're an infinite being, and we end up channeling more excitement, more inspiration, and more magic. So all I have to say, I got my passport and boom, we were on our journey. So we finally get to Guatemala. We're there. We're staying on the lake. And man, I had no idea what was waiting for me. But I'll just say that my intention for this trip was to have my heart cracked open. You know, I feel like I, uh, I, I, I'm very intellectual, but I knew that the next layer of my journey and the next layer, like the, the, the next lesson for me is to really start operating more from my heart, my heart space. And to open that up <laughs> is my intention or it, it was my intention. And uh, yeah, I just had no idea of how that was going to happen. But uh, we ended up meeting a wizard, uh, <laughs> legit, this real life wizard um, who lived in like the woods of Guatemala. Pretty sure this dude's got to be like a multimillionaire. He owns a massive company, but he just lives in like this tiny house in like the mountains in the woods and we're chilling on his porch and he leads us through this ceremony and uh, he was doing this, uh, yeah, this ceremony to activate our abilities, activate more of our our magic. And really what he said was, um, you guys don't need to learn anything. You really just need to get out of the way and let spirit move. And so he took us through a process of having this happen. And throughout this process, I, again, I was not expecting a whole lot. I was just chilling on this dude's porch. There's no ambiance. There's no music playing to set the mood. We're just chilling outside in the middle of the day. And he's leading us through this process. And I just start having the most wild release where I just start bawling my eyes out. I start like, uh, wasn't like, screaming in like a, a like terror or fear but it was like I started screaming or or yelling and like releasing this energy and I'm bawling my eyes out and I'm like shaking and then I just start laughing and this stuck energy was getting released out of my body and uh <laughs> yeah it was a whole thing it was uh <laughs> it was really wild and that was just starting to crack my heart open again didn't go to this wizard's house to didn't really didn't expect any of this i just we're sitting there and i just have start having this release where again i'm crying and i'm laughing and i'm shaking and i literally feel my body buzzing with energy it's coursing through my body and i had a massive clearing so anyways powerful day um that night i had an invitation to do something called combo the next day and if you don't know what combo is, combo is, in the most blunt terms, getting poisoned by a frog. So there's a frog, uh, I believe it's the sapo, sampo, sapo, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, um, 
but it it secretes this toxin and it's been used in ancient traditions where you uh basically you burn part of the body and you put this poison or toxic on you and it cleans you out on a really deep cellular level and the physical body is the manifestation of the mind. So as you start cleaning and purging the body, you're actually cleaning and purging out deep um, energetic patterns and traumas. And so it's pretty intense. There's puking and purging and it can get pretty chaotic and pretty messy. And I felt this call like, hey, like do it. So the next morning I go with a few people and we go to this medicine woman's house and I get poisoned by a frog and I start puking and, you know, just start, I get flush, I have a headache, super uncomfortable. And also she can put the, the she can put the poison on different parts of your body to open up different centers. And so I asked her, I said, I want my heart cracked open. And so she put some of this toxin and burned me in my heart space. And so I puke, I'm chilling. After this, I'm lying down. Um... And just, yeah, recouping. And after the ceremony, uh, it was one of our last days there. It was a very chill day. We were just like, yeah, we're going to go shopping today and just kind of hang out. And I'm like not feeling it. You know, the whole the whole squad, we're walking around town. They're shopping. We're chilling. We're getting good food. And I just feel like I want to cry, you know? I'm like, why do I still feel so weak and so just like, yeah, I feel like shit. I'm like, I was, I was thinking like, why did I do that? You know, I don't feel any better, but I kept just, you know, flowing throughout the day. And the next morning I woke up and I felt so incredibly expansive, so incredibly clear. I had this euphoria just like bubbling out of me. And I realized the day before that just because the ceremony was over the rest of the day, I was still moving through tons of energy and emotions. And so, yeah, the next day I just, I, I feel like my heart was cracked open felt so expansive. I won't go into too much more details. There's a lot to share. But when I came home, I didn't know that the ceremony in a way was still going. As soon as I got home, everything, again, that could go wrong was going wrong in a different way. Remember, my intention was to have my heart open. And when I got home, multiple circumstances uh, happened where basically I wanted to close my heart. Now, remember, uh, I've shared this before, but when you change, your reality changes. But the true sign of change is not when your reality changes. It's when your reality stays the same or even looks worse, but you respond as the different person you say you've changed to. And when you can respond as a new person in the face of the same circumstances, that shows you've changed. And then your reality has no choice but to change. So I come back home and of course I'm getting circumstances that want to close my heart. But I have the option to respond from a place of open-heartedness. And that's what I did to the best of my ability. Through this process, a lot of um, a lot of change has happened in my life. And it's felt like a death. And death, you know, not a physical death, but it can be death of relationships, death of a personality structure. All fear comes from a fear of death, which is a dissolving of an identity. And again, we can have our identities and routines and people and a personality. And when we feel like that is dying, it's this, it can be extremely discombobulating. 
And so that's what I've been feeling ever since I got home. I've been in this massive state of transformation and it's felt like this death. I've been having a lot of deaths of certain things in my life. And honestly, it's, I've been suffering to a degree, but at the same time, I feel so good. I feel so aligned in my heart where I'm in this paradox of like emotional suffering and just so my heart's open. My heart is open. And it's a really weird, confusing, and beautiful place to be. You know, it's like, I think there's a quote that says like, your heart breaks until it stays open. But I see the point of this suffering is to expand, to break open so we can become more of who we are. You know, the Bible talks about how uh, old wineskin can't contain new wine. There has to be an expansion, a new container. And so as we start channeling more energy, we have to expand and you literally feel a tension. But I love this. It's like the rubber band analogy where when you pull a rubber band back, it starts getting really tense and really tight, right? But when you finally let go, that energy, that, that tenseness, that tightness is the potential that lets it fly in the opposite direction. And so I'm feeling extremely tense and tight. And at the same time, as I'm letting go, I'm, it's like I'm being sprung in the positive opposite direction while I'm feeling this tenseness, I'm feeling this contraction. And at the same time, I'm expanding and I'm feeling this, like this energy flow through me in my life in response and reflection is showing me the change that I've made within, you know, life doesn't affect us. It reflects us. And as I've done my best, maybe not perfectly, to keep my heart open and to flow this energy. I'm seeing, I'm seeing the fruits of that. I'm seeing the reflection back and it's beautiful and it's a painful time. So the, the theme of this, all of this so far that I've talked about is that when you follow your heart, it's leading you where you need to go. But in the midst of that, Everything is going to come to the surface that you are maybe unconscious of that have been holding you back from flowing and accessing more of your divine nature, accessing more peace, more presence, you know, presence, this presence of God is what and who we are. And it's through suffering, our personality structure starts dissolving until we become the presence until we literally start dissolving into God until there is no separation anymore. So that's the point, right? Like our heart is guiding us exactly where we need to go. And then, oof, the stuff comes up and we might suffer. But the point of suffering is to purify. That's the point of hell, of fire, not punishment. It's here is to purify everything that's untrue until all that's left is God. All that's left is truth, is power, is presence, is unconditional love. But to get to that place, what needs to happen but death? A death of the old man, the old woman, the old personality. The personality is a construct and it has borders. And the more you can expand your borders and dissolve dissolve the borders or expand them, the more we're able to hold and embody our divine nature, the more we're able to act as that, the truth of what we are, because we've expanded our borders. And yeah, that can feel super uncomfortable, but also 
it's, we're safe, you know, we're safe. Fear is an illusion. You know, we are eternal beings that will never die. There is no lack. There is no true death in existence, right? I mean, I don't think so. In an infinite universe, the only thing that cannot be true is lack, right? Think about it. If it's infinite, then there can't be any lack because the nature of infinity is everything. So when we believe lack, which would be a belief in a death, then we create suffering. But when we know that death is rebirth to actually give us more life, we can trust, we can breathe, we can surrender, knowing that death is rebirth into more life, more expansion, more of who and what we are. So I hope this is resonating with you guys. I believe it is um, because they say what's most personal is most universal. And this is this is where I'm at right now in life. I am doing my best to follow my heart. In the midst of this, I am feeling this emotional pain. But what is pain? But a gift because it's pain is resistance to the natural self. So I know these are gifts waiting to be unwrapped. So if you are in a state of suffering, know that as you embrace the suffering and question the beliefs in death, in lack, they start dissolving and more of the light can shine through. And that is the gift of hell, of suffering, not to punish, but to purify until there's nothing dividing us from God, where you can't tell where you end and God begins. It's this, you are a channel for spirit. You are a presence, not just a personality. So that's my story. That's a little bit of an update of where I've been. Um, yeah, I hope <laughs> I hope that made some sense. I'm just riffing here. But uh, yeah, that's the place I'm at. I feel extremely contracted and expanded at the same time. And I guess I'll say this too. I feel confused, right? But what a powerful gift. Because what is confusion but a co-fusion? You are in a transformation of two different realities becoming one. So don't see suffering or confusion as a negative aspect, but see it as a positive thing. And if you are in a place like this, embrace it. Question your thinking. Because magic is waiting. Magic is here. And that's the point of all of this, to purify, to open us up more to magic. We must become sensitive. And the only way we come, the only way we become sensitive is to purify. So we're always guided. Everything is okay. And the more we can be okay with what is, what is can transform and change. And we'll see the reason why it was there. All right. Well, that's it, y'all. That's story time with Michael. <laughs> that's the podcast. That's all I got for you today. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, until next time, I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Peace.